In order to be able to think, you have to risk being offensive. I know what you're probably thinking. What is this title? What is this confrontational, if that's even a word, confronting title? Uh, but I've really been wanting to talk about this because I've been applying it to my own life and finding great results. Great. Absolutely incredible. I've been finding that the more I advance in age and, um, and uh, become one step closer to my uh, death, I just become more and more uh, able to apply this strategy, if you want to call it, to my life. So what am, what am I trying to say? What do I mean by don't be a coward? Growing up, I was always taught, maybe not consciously or not voluntarily, but I was always taught to be a people pleaser. I was always taught to put other people's needs before my own. I was always taught to really want to have peace, to make peace, avoiding conflict, always saying yes if it means avoiding conflict. Uh, somebody would say something that would really, truly be mean and not fair and hurt my feelings and I would act like I did not hear it or I would act like it's, it's okay and I'm not hurt by it and I would take it as a joke and laugh with them. But it I just carry it with me and carry resentment in my life and sort of hate myself for not standing up for myself and it's just a downward spiral right so i wanted to make this episode because of the empowerment that i found and just putting people in their place that's really there's no other way to say it putting people in their place a lot of people i've seen it I've seen it, I'm not really that old, but from my experience, I've seen that people like to test your boundaries and to see how far they can go with you. And then they judge your character based off of that. What am I trying to say? For example, we just met. And I'm not saying that I, this, I had this happen to me. We just met, right? And then you see, you see how I react to what you tell me about myself, for example. You see how I react to minor minor disrespectful behaviors from you, um, how much I'm able to tolerate without actually standing up for myself. A lot of people think that they're being nice and that they're being courteous, is, is it how you say it? Courteous? Courteous, I believe. They believe there's some sort of, I don't know, like you're being classy if you tolerate other people's behaviors. I'm not saying go and shoot people in the head. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying go fight everyone. But... When people try, and that happens in a passive way, it doesn't come directly, it doesn't come off directly. Some people just really test your boundaries. How far can they go with you? How, how much they can disrespect you without you doing anything about it, right? I've seen this video the other day, I can't remember where exactly, but it mentions how, and this sounds so twisted. This sounds really wrong. It sounds wrong, but I don't care if it sounds wrong, to be honest. I believe that this there is some element of truth to it. There is a correlation between power, how much we feel somebody has power, and how much they're being offensive or not offensive, literally. How much they're okay with risking just saying their opinion, even if it's not the same as yours, or they're just, they have this risk where they take it, that risk of being offensive. I, I believe I also heard Jordan Peterson talk about it. I know you hate me talking about him. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into it, but you have to risk being offensive or just risk being boring. Imagine I'm just speaking from my own personal 
point of view. I'm not speaking for anyone else. And by the way, when I say risk being offensive, I don't mean go around offending other people and searching for what offends them and just saying it. No, no, I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying I could have an opinion that's completely, completely opposite to yours. And I have two choices, either just say it and risk being offensive and actually have a stimulating, interesting conversation and have my own personality because I don't have to just be just like you and think just like you, or I can choose to act like I have your opinion and just, oh, I want to keep the peace and I don't want to have arguments with other people. That's just boring. That's just, in my own opinion, it's boring. So we're not actively trying to offend people. I'm saying if you have an opinion, stick to it. Have your own solid personality, even if it, even if it offends other people, right? So in my opinion, just in my own personal opinion, from my own point of view, I'm not speaking for anybody else again. Uh, when I'm talking to someone, if I have people that I know, where I know that no matter what I say, they're always going to agree with my own opinion. And I'm always right. Where, how am I growing from that conversation? How am I becoming a better person from that relationship in my life? If I'm always right. And if everything that I say, you agree with. To be honest, I, it, there's, by the way, I'm not saying again that people have to always offend me. Absolutely not. But when I do something wrong, tell me that I did something wrong. Tell me, Dimana, you did this and I think that it's wrong. Or Dimana, for example, I say my opinion on something and you have a different opinion and you tell me how you think I'm wrong and then we start discussing why I'm wrong and actually have a mentally stimulating conversation. And it's just, a, oh, I'm always right because you want to be on my good grace, right? Good graces. Boring, absolutely boring. So that video made a lot of sense, even though it's going to probably a lot of people are going to be mad when I say this, that there is a direct correlation between someone who's not afraid to actually offend someone else by just simply stating what they think is true and power. We view people who are able to stand up for themselves like, like that as powerful. Rarely do, you know, if ever, where nice people or really, how do we say it? Um, I can't find the word. I can't find the word. Um, I, I can't really find the word that I'm looking for. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't find it. I, I, I'm trying to say people who obey. They're just so, they go, you know, they're, they're just always not trying to make conflict. They're not trying to, to tip the scales. They want everything to be harmonious. Guess what? That's just not life. I was kind of that person at one point in my life. But then I found that I was hurting myself and other people in the process. I was hurting myself by not standing up for myself. And I was hurting other people by becoming resentful. Like I was, I hated how I didn't stand up for myself. Even though I kept the peace, I felt at war with myself. I was at peace with other people, but I didn't like it. I was around certain people whom I didn't relate to and weren't on the same wavelength in any shape, way, or form. I just didn't want to be alone. And I was being emotionally, emotionally abused. It sounds dramatic, dr emotionally abused, abused, but emotional abuse could be somebody just cracking jokes about you and laughing it off. And you're supposed to laugh with them when it actually hurt you. Like it's a hurtful joke. It's not funny. You didn't find it funny. And you actually have to laugh along with them because you choose not to stand up for yourself. It's so easy to be, you don't have to shoot them in the head or, or just rip out a sword or some shit like that. You can just say, hey, um, I don't think that's funny. I just don't think that's funny. You're, you're literally 
making a fun making fun of me i don't think that's funny i'd really much rather appreciate it if you just don't make jokes about that and then you move on you put boundaries you put people in their place that's what i'm trying to say and what i found is when i did that i truly felt a lot better about myself i felt more confident it just made me feel I don't know. I had more self-respect because I just would, wasn't letting people walk all over, all over me. And guess what? People will actually do that. The world is not rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. As much as I really, truly, at one point in my life, did want to believe that. My dad always told, told me before I went into uni, he was like, you're so young. You still have this view on the world that it's rainbows and butterflies. And he was like, you'll find out. You'll find out by yourself. And I always kept thinking, what does this man mean? Why is he being so dramatic? Am I just going to fight monsters or some, some shit like that? Metaphorically, yes. Yes. Not in... Everyone has some sort of, you know, metaphorically speaking, monster in their life that they're dealing with. And it doesn't have to be a literal monster. It could be a problem, right? So when I grew up, I kind of understand what my dad meant when he said that. What I'm trying to say and why I made this episode is the world is a tough place and it's not for snowflakes. As much as I, people always tell me that, oh, you're so nice and you're so kind. I, okay, I appreciate it. I, I want to be nice. I want to be kind, but don't mess with me. Like I'm the nicest person. I'm the nice. I love people. I have so much empathy for other people. I love making new friends. And I just love people. There's, I'm so extroverted, okay? But just do not test my patience and do not mess with me because you will know. You will know when you do that and I will let you know. And all the people that you messed with before and they let it slide, it's going to come to my turn and I'm going to show you why. Or why certain people just quit their toxic habits because they encounter this one person that let, lets them know what's up that actually gives them a reality check. And I'm just gonna be that person. All my life, I was just one of those people that didn't wanna, always wanted to keep the peace at my own expense, at my own peace. Like I was willing to, you know, I forgot English. I was willing to sacrifice my own peace for other people's satisfaction. Not anymore. Uh, I, I remember posting this on Facebook because I post everything that I think and I need to stop that. And that's a really bad habit. But anyways, I remember my, my grandfather, may his soul rest in peace. He was just sassy. He was so sassy. He did not give a shit. He would say his opinions no matter how offensive it was. And to be honest, it was borderline really toxic. I wouldn't, I'm not saying that I want to be like that because it's bad. He would actually truly truly be mean to people directly in their face but he wouldn't be he wouldn't sugarcoat things he was always so honest and he was 85 years old whenever i would tell my mom oh my god why is he being like that like it's so you know it's inappropriate my mom would go like oh he's old he doesn't care anymore he's just old you know whatever so i feel like i got to kind of that point in my life i'm not even i'm not even old at all at all not even close to 85 years old but i feel like i have that mindset of I'm, I'm going to die anyways. I'd rather die with self-respect. And who are you for me to be scared to tell you what you're doing wrong? Especially when it comes to me and my own values and my own boundaries. That's where you stop. That's where I actually give you some reality checks, right? So don't be afraid of standing up for yourself. Fun fact. Fun fact, and it is a fact. 
when you stand up for yourself, the person that you stood up against will, and whether they like to admit it or not, I don't care, even in, in their subconscious mind, even in the depths of their subconscious, subconscious, they would develop respect for you. Even if they hated your guts, they would know that you actually have the guts to stand up for yourself. You don't have to actually be brave, even if you were scared. Because a lot of people think that, oh, I don't have that confidence. I'm scared. The only difference between people who are confident and who are not, the confident people actually do it even if they're scared. So I don't care if you're scared. Act. Do you know how to act? Just act like you're not scared. No one, no one knows how you're feeling. Pretend. Pretend when you're standing up for yourself and your knees are shaking and your heart's beating so fast. Pretend like you're actually confident and you're, and you're actually, you actually don't give a shit and you actually stood up for yourself and you're actually confident and you're not scared, pretend. No one knows. Fun fact, most people are pretending. I have rarely, I mean, I don't think someone's actually genuinely, organically 100% confident. I just don't believe that. I don't believe that. I believe that you have to pretend sometimes. So pretend and you will thank me later after you apply this to your life. Imagine, imagine. So I wanna make sense of everything that I said and the convenience of it. Imagine that you own a business and there's this employee that is just messing shit up, doing so bad, and you're losing so much money because of this employee. Do you keep this employee because you want to be nice with your failing business? Or do you actually do what's right and just fire that employee because they're not doing any better? You gave them so many chances there. They're not doing any better. And you actually hire someone who's actually willing to do the work properly. Give me an answer. If you say that you keep, if you're going to say that you're going to keep that bad employee that doesn't know how to do their job properly because you feel bad or because they have a family or whatever, you're willing to fail and you're willing to lose money for someone else. Do you think that's smart? I'm all about being empathetic. I'm all about helping other people. But there is a point where you need to do the right thing and stand up for yourself. That is a part of standing up for yourself because that's just what, what's right in that situation. Um, I'm reminded, I really want to tell you guys a story. Again, standing up for yourself because I would rather do, I would rather stand up for myself in the situation than overthink it for a week. Asking myself, why didn't I say anything? Why didn't I say anything? I should have said this. I should have done that. I would rather do it in the moment, in the moment and forget about it, right? So I remember going to this operation. It was a brain operation without getting into details. I'm not afraid of blood, okay? I'm not. I've seen so many other operations before. I've never, nothing ever happened, okay? But during this shift, I was really tired and I didn't eat in a long time. I think that's, that was the problem. I was low on energy. And this doctor called me and I was like, yeah, sure. I was so excited, so excited. I got dressed and I washed my hands like surgeons, like to the elbows three times. And I was so ecstatic ecstatic is not even the word for it and the nurses got me dressed in that surgical gear whatever and I just looked so badass I just needed someone to take a photo of me to send it to my mom at that moment so she could boast to her friends about me and I could post it and just look like I know what I'm doing but I'm just there to help the surgeon not our topic so she starts with we start right and she asked me to hold the man's head and she makes this really tiny incision in the man's head. I'm still fine. Nothing happened. Like, I'm okay with blood. Totally fine. Totally fine. And then she'd start cleaning the blood and sort of 
just, I don't know what it is. She was cleaning it and just using this. I don't know if I got disgusted. I don't know what happened. She was, she got this um, sort of, she was cleaning it on the inside, right? Like the wound on the inside. So the blood would dry out. I don't know what it was. I just felt like my stomach, I wanted to throw up and I felt nauseous and I felt dizzy. And suddenly my vision slowly, it was the, honestly the scariest thing in the world. I, I've never experienced it before. I never fainted before in my life, but I could feel myself passing out. So slowly my vision started turning black. And the last thing I remember was telling the doctor, I think I'm going to faint or yeah, I think I'm, a, I'm in a faint. That's the last thing I said. I don't remember anything. I just remember dreaming. I had a dream. So I passed out and I dreamt. It felt like the longest dream ever. And I slowly woke up. Can you, you can picture this. It was, it's just like in the movies when, when the protagonist slowly wakes up, it was exactly the same. And the, their faces slowly starts, start coming into focus. And I started staring at their faces. I forgot where, where, where I was. I forgot what I was doing. I needed a good minute to remember what was happening. I started staring at the room. I'm like, where am I? And they're like, oh, I have a night shift. And I was like, okay, what am I doing on the floor? And I was like, oh my God, I fainted. So it was slowly coming to me. It was bad. Um, I, I fell on my back head first. Um, yeah, it was really, I don't remember falling. I don't remember passing out. I don't remember anything at all, which is really terrifying. And I need to really push myself to go into another operation room because I kind of have PTSD now, not our topic. So what, this is not what I'm trying to say. This is not the topic. So as I was going, exiting the operation room, because I really couldn't stand up, I was shaking and I couldn't, I kept feeling dizzy whenever I stood up. So I sat down for like 10 minutes to calm down and to, you know, relax. And then I took off the surgical gear and everything and I and walked outside. So as I was walking, this nurse, and I'm not going to talk about the, the really ter terrible negative experience experiences that I had with nurses because they don't want to do their jobs. And that's not my topic at all. But I just putting that on the side as a side note. I, I was walking outside and this nurse does not even wait for me to be even remotely out of sight. I'm still there. I'm still at the corridor. I can hear you. She was she had the audacity. She was like telling the surgeon, she was like, next time, bring someone who's not, who's not going to pass, like, no, no, not, not going to pass out. She was like, sort of, you know, sort of meaning bring someone better, it's kind of like that. Bring a better person, your girl, your girl. I turned around and walk right back to her, looked her in the eyes. And I was like, excuse me, what did you just say? And I love that. something that really fascinates me about people is that they really have the guts to say shit behind your back. And then when you actually face them, they turn to this, they turn into this, this really, really deer in the headlights kind of look there. They don't have the guts to say it to your face. I mean, if you're going to say shit about me, just say it. I mean, own up to it. If it was me, I would, I would have gone like, yeah, I just said that, you know, bring in a better person. Why did you pass out? I would have had much, much more respect for her, but she didn't have the guts. Obviously she was like, uh, no, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about the patient. And she had this really scared look on her face. Like she wasn't expecting me to walk back to her. Right. And I just laughed because we both knew she was talking about me. 
And I didn't say anything, but I was just happy that she got so scared that she just <laughs> said some random shit like, oh, I was talking about the patient. I mean, you could have at least owned up to it, right? You just said it, own up to it. But she didn't have the guts, obviously. Why did I just say this? Because I felt so good after that. I didn't have to overthink all night. Why did she say that? Why didn't I just show her what's up? It, it, why She's not the person who actually decides if I'm a good or a better person or if I'm up to par or not just because I was tired and I probably had hypoglycemia and passed out during the operation. Yeah. So don't be afraid. Don't be someone who's so compliant. Is it the word compliant? Wait, I want to Google it because I'm not sure, but wait, I'm Googling it just be, so you know that, that I'm so real. I don't act like I know all the words. Compliant, disposed to agree with others or obey rules, especially to an excessive degree acquiescence. Wow. I just, oh yeah, it's acquiesce. Yes, yes, yes. So don't be someone who's compliant all the time. It's boring. People will throw you around. Trust me, learn to say no. In the beginning of my internship, I, I couldn't say no. Every single time they would tell me to, to go get stuff and I would be really tired. I would say yes all the time. And then I got fed up. I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going anymore <laughs> because, because someone else could do it. I don't have to do everything. Sometimes I would do things that, that someone else could do, right? Like, for example, I don't know. I was just saying yes all the time to everything. So I learned to say no. And obviously when no one's going to be harmed, when I say no, someone else could go do it, right? But everyone saw that I was always saying yes. So they would ask me, you know what I'm saying? But then I was like, no, I'm getting exhausted. I'm getting exhausted from this. And it's just making me not focus on the work that I actually need to be focusing on. No. Okay, so learn to say that. Learn to be okay with someone thinking you're mean. Learn to be okay with someone thinking you're evil. You know if you're evil or not. That's all I care about. One question. Do you think you're evil? If yes, work on it. You're probably, you are, you are probably actually evil, right? But you know if you're, good, if you're a good person or not. You know deep down. You know that, oh, in this situation, I had to stand up for myself. For myself. In this situation, someone treated me unfairly and I had to let them know that this was unfair. Watch your self-confidence grow in a rapid way. Trust me. Trust me on this. And it's going to be really hard if you were raised your entire life being taught that being a people pleaser is it's a, it's a good thing. And, oh, yeah, everyone's going to like you, Right? From my own experience, I mean, this is my opinion also. Again, I'm not speaking for anyone else. I love people who are not afraid of being themselves. Just be yourself. Tell me, tell me your real opinion on things. Tell me how you really feel about things. Who cares what I think? Who cares what my opinion is? What What's yours? My personality and your personality are totally different. I would love to learn something from you. We might have completely different opinions, but you might, I might have something to learn from you and you might have something to learn from me, right? So I have so much respect for people who are willing to actually just be themselves. Just be themselves. Fun fact, no one cares. You know, no one cares, but this is my podcast. This is my podcast and I get to say whatever I want. There's this... Uh, so I've been recently into Formula One. Don't ask me why. I've been really into Formula One races. I have this friend that really likes it and she introduced me to, to it. And then I started getting into it and like knowing all the racers and do you say racers? I don't know. It, I mean, I think. Yeah. So I've had recently this major crush on this driver and his name is Dan Danielle Ricardo, right? 
And you know why I had this crush on him? I didn't know who he was. And my, I, my friend sent me a reel of him just being goofy. Like he's being just so goofy. And it's, he's just being himself. It's so weird. He, you know, all the cameras on him and like he's having this interview and he's just so comfortable being himself. I was like, who is this? I didn't even care how he looked like. I, I, don't, I don't care. I just really liked his, his vibe. His person, that, that's such a Gen Z thing to say, vibe. Anyways, I just really liked him just because he was so comfortable with himself that he was not afraid of just looking goofy. And it looked so attractive to me, right? So someone else might think that, ew, he's so cringy. Why is he acting like that? I mean, he's 34 years old. He should act like his age. But someone else might agree with me and find it super cute that he's just being himself and he has the spirit of a, a little kid right? Uh, so yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And even if you're afraid, do it afraid. Stand up for yourself. I'm going to come for you. I'm going to come for you and find you if I hear that someone's been treating you like shit and you're too scared to confront them. Okay? Stand up for yourself. Love yourself. Maybe, maybe you don't love yourself enough because if you did, you wouldn't let other people treat you that way. Yeah. I will check on you. I will find you and I will see if you're standing up for yourself or not. This is it for today's episode. Super interesting. I really wanted to talk about it. It's been making me feel so good about myself uh, and it's been making other people rethink their life choices and everything that they have ever done to other people uh, by crossing me. Just don't let other people cross you and watch them respect you ironically because that's just how we're wired. Um, don't let anyone walk all over you. You're much better than that. Always stand up for yourself. Know your worth. Don't let, don't wait for someone else to come tell you what you're worth. Don't wait for someone else to validate you. Do it for yourself and watch your life turn around in such a good way. As usual, I want you to take care of your mind, body, and soul. I love you so much if you listened all the way here and I'll see you in the next one.